The last we saw Cassidy, she and Coco have visited the great seer, who tells our young heroine that she will indeed find her way home. Yes, finally, thank you. After taking care of one teeny tiny little thing. You must face the giant and return with his heart. Wait, what? Okay, one massive, epic, ginormous thing. But after weeks of preparation, Cassidy and Coco are finally ready to set off on their quest. Let's see how they're doing, shall we? Ugh, are we there yet? We're hardly past the village. Can we stop? I'm hungry. Fine. For a little one, you sure complain big. Here, have some cornbread. So, can you really, like, shift change, you know? Change form, like magic? Because I could really use some magic right now. There's magic all around you. But I thought you could do all kinds of tricks. You mean like this? Coco spins around and poof, he's turned himself into a coyote. Whoa, that is so cool. The coyote sniffs around and spots a wood rat in the distance. It takes off after the small critter. Hey, where are you going? Wait. Cassidy races after the canine, but it's no contest. I don't believe this. She plops to the ground, head in hand. Sensing something behind her, she turns to see the animal sitting patiently. Coco, is that you? The coyote chases its tail until, poof, the animal is changed back to Coco. Not bad, eh? That one gets me out of a lot of jams. Yeah, that's great. Really great. What? You said you wanted to see a trick. But I didn't want you to trick me. I was just having a little fun. Don't you believe me? I don't know what to believe anymore. My mom's too busy for me. My dad's never around. My friends just used me for good grades. Now I'm in this whole other world going after a giant. Man, life sure hasn't turned out the way I had imagined. And it all planned out, did you? Yeah, I, I guess. Life's meant to be lived out here. Coco sweeps his arm across the desert landscape. Then he taps Cassidy's head. Not in here, little one. Would you please stop calling me little one? I'm not small for my age, you know. What should I call you then? How about my name, Cassidy? Because you're not big, you know, big-headed maybe. And stop making fun of me. Jeez, don't be so sensitive. You'll be all right. Just remember to listen. Listen? Listen to what? Cassidy begins to protest, but then she just soaks in her surroundings. And indeed, the more Cassidy sits quietly, the more magical the desert appears. Everything seems to breathe around her. Colorful birds form artistic shapes as they fly across the clear blue sky. She turns and smiles widely. Is this what you meant when you said there's magic everywhere? Coco? But Coco is nowhere to be seen. What Cassidy does see is a large hare staring at her, its nose twitching and ears flapping back and forth. Coco? Is that you? This isn't funny. Change back right now. Come on, do your poof thing. But instead, the hare turns and hops off. No, don't go! Wait! Cassidy grabs her backpack and chases after, but soon loses sight of the creature. Sighing, she stops and picks a few wolfberries. She sits and munches on them as the hare peers at her from beneath the plant. Nice trick, huh? (laughs) Don't you know, silly rabbit? Tricks are for kids. The hare hops around in a circle until, poof, Coco flops down next to Cassidy, 
reaching out his hand for some berries. Forget it! Please, oh please! Why should I? Because I'm so hungry and so cute. Fine, but how can I trust you when you keep changing like that? How do I know who you really are? Well, how do you know who you really are? So do you think I can actually do this? I mean, I've only dealt with one giant in my life, and she really wasn't that big, just a bully. Bully? You know, someone who's mean to other people, pushes them around. Oh, you mean like this? Yeah, something like that. Or like this? Stop it! I like you better as a rabbit. Or maybe like this. <laughs> I gotcha. <laughs> pushes you around. It starts ticking you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Do you hear that? <laughs> hear what? That noise. Oh, yeah. Scary. Shh. Listen. You keep telling me to listen, but I don't hear... Suddenly, the ground starts to tremble. Rocks tumble down the hillside, bouncing around our heroes' heads. Uh Uh-oh, here he comes! He? Out of nowhere, a massive boulder rolls straight at the two. They dive out of the way and just in time, too. Phew, that was close. Cassie turns to see that the boulder is in fact a huge head snarling at her. That that thing's alive? Uh, Yeah, that's Rolling Head. Got a major chip on his shoulder if, you know, he had a shoulder. Oh, here it comes again! Rolling head circles around and perches towards it. Coco Pelly, is that you? Coco peers from behind an itty bitty rock. <laughs> hey, head, what's shaking? Besides the ground, that is. You're a foolish fool, Coco Pelly. Come on, head. You know you've always been a role model to me. <laughs> role, role model. You know, sometimes I crack myself up. You're mine, and your little friend there, too. I think you first fresh meat. I can't wait to hear you squish. Rolling in hurls himself towards Cassidy, leveling everything in his path. Mm. Cassidy runs up against a hillside. There's nowhere to go. She freezes as the rock creature opens its mouth, crammed full of razor-sharp teeth. She turns towards Coco, who is now clinging to the top of a small juniper tree. Oh no! Coco, what do I do? Uh, your paper! Get your paper out! Gasty pulls out the bark paper she made earlier. This? Remember what the great seer told you? Um, call on Spider-Woman? In a flash, a spider falls out of the sky and right on Cassidy's nose. Ah! She watches as a tiny spider shoots a web that stretches the paper out to humongous size. Just in time, too, as the rolling head hits it and bounces within inches of Cassidy's face. Then back again. Well, will you look at that? paper web is stuck to him. He's trapped. Rolling Head's eyes pop open, his face filled with rage. He finally shakes from side to side, struggling to get free. Finally, Rolling Head tumbles off, still covered in paper web. <laughs> I guess paper really does cover rock. The spider jumps off Cassidy's nose and through a misty haze, transforms into Spider-Woman, the one that breathes life into all living things. Let's just say she's large and definitely in charge. Whoa! Whoa? Is that some newfangled greeting, dear? No, it's just that was way wicked. Way wicked? You kids this millennium. I know, right? 
Coco Pelli. I knew you'd be caught up in this somehow. Your words have power, dear. You must watch what you say. Oh, well, thank you. I am most grateful. And you're most welcome. Happy to help. I had everything under control. We're on a mission to find the giant, you see. It's a relief to know you'll come when I'm... when we're in trouble. Oh, no, sweetie. You have to start relying on yourself. Look at you. Strong, smart, cute as a bug. Aw, jeez, you don't have to butter me up. You already have everything you need to face the giant. But I don't think I can do it on my own. You accepted the challenge, dear, so somewhere inside, you must know that you can. Call on that place. It'd be a lot easier if I could just call on you. Honey, I'm a busy woman. Do you have any idea how much work it is to keep a universe running? You'll be fine. Just remember, the answer is within you. And just like that, Spider-Woman disappears in a hazy mist. There now, see, nothing to worry about. Like Spider-Woman said, you already have the answer. There's just one problem. What's that? I don't know what the question is. And so our adventures continue through the desert. Gasty holds her phone out, looking at the compass app. Eventually, the two arrive at a fork in the path. Wait, the great seer said go north. I know, that's why I'm heading this way. But that's east. Look, I've lived here all my life. Don't you think I know which way is north? Are you sure? Of course. You know, that range over there runs along the border. <laughs> Would I steer you wrong? Huh. My battery must be low or something. Even though Cassidy feels certain that she's right, she follows Coco in the other direction. Soon, the two are standing in the middle of an eerie forest, surrounded by cactus trees in all shapes and sizes. Except these cacti are actually a gang of menacing bandits. They taunt Coco and Cassidy while jabbing at them with their spiny arms. Huh, this doesn't look right. He and Cassidy grab hold of each other as a large kangaroo rat hops past them. Ah! Then duck as a flying squirrel leaps over their heads from one cactus to another. A squat cactus nudges a tall saguaro wearing an eye patch. <laughs> hey, hey, Stretch, get a load of these too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think they belong here. <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh, we were just poking around. <laughs> poking around, you mean like this? No, be quiet. <laughs> but I'm just poking fun. Uh, do you believe these two stubs? Uh, poking like this. <laughs> <laughs> He jabs at Cassidy again, who turns angrily towards Coco. Will you stop it? What? What did I do? Look, we don't want any trouble. We're here on a quest to find the giant. Oh, a giant. <laughs> so, if you would just let us pass, we'd be most obliged. Hey, Stretch. You hear that? They'd be most obliged. Uh, what are you going to give us for letting you through? Yeah, yeah. Uh, wh what's in the bag? Yeah, open up that bag there. Come on, show us what's in the bag. Show us everything in the bag. The cacti grab at Cassidy's backpack, but she pulls it away. How rude. You better give it to them or they'll stab us. Yeah, we're really gonna stick it to ya. <laughs> no. Look, they can't touch us if we keep to the middle of the path. She pulls Coco close, so they're lined up directly in the center of the trail. And sure enough... Even though the cacti poke their prickly arms, they can't quite reach our heroes. Gasty digs into her backpack. She hands Coco the poncho and bike helmet. 
Here, put these on. Gasty pulls up the hood on her sweatshirt so she's totally covered and turns towards Coco, who looks absolutely ridiculous. Come on, let's get out of here. The two cautiously step single file down the center of the path as the cactus bandits continue to poke at them. Coco dances in pain. What is it now? My feet! Why don't you wear different shoes? I can't. Bunions. Ew. Will Cassidy learn to trust herself? Will Coco get his bunions fixed? Find out in the next episode of Coin Trick. Until then, have you ever had the sense that you just knew something was true, even though you weren't sure why? That's your intuition. And because it speaks to us quietly, our minds and other people can often make us doubt ourselves. Try thinking of your intuition as your own inner compass. When you tune in, it will always lead you to your true north. So, remember to listen. Cointrick is produced by Full Potential Media. Be sure to visit us at Cointrick.net for transcripts, word puzzles, and other cool resources. Cointrick is a proud supporter of the David Lynch Foundation and its Meditate America initiative, which introduces meditation to kids and others suffering from stress and trauma. You can learn more on our website or visit davidlynchfoundation.org.